Hi guys and welcome back to Getting It Off with Chamaka, a podcast channel centered on straight from the heart issues, discussions and interviews on selected topics and also through the lens of navigating life as a young adult. Hi guys and welcome back to my podcast, Getting It Off with Chamaka. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about what is day. Today is first of December, twenty twenty, and um, every year, what is day celebrated? And you know, um, since I started working in the hospital and you know coming in contact with so many people, I found out that despite the spread of HIV and AIDS, some people still don't um, have knowledge or more information about this. I mean, I literally joined Mr. Lawrence during his um, Fridays at the Natal um, seminar and when they come one-on-one for their HIV testing, you find out that some of them are really lost as to how it's, um, people are contacting it because now it's no longer um, just sexual intercourse that people are getting this disease. It's just by little, little things that we do that we're getting this so I thought I should do a bonus um, post today and let's just talk about AIDS and you know so many things. Mr. Lawrence is going to be our major anchor today and I hope you enjoy this one. So with me today we have Mr. Lawrence Wanya, we have Comrade Solomon and we have Mr. Tony and we have Miss Chidima Anibobu. So I look forward to um, having this wonderful conversation with you. So Mr. Lawrence what is your opinion so far i mean what is there has been celebrated every day i mean in the lab here you have more people with them coming out reactive and some of them are literally not having an idea of what's going on or how they've come about it what do you have to say yeah <clears throat> thank you uh, for having me as it relates to its uh, hiv transmission basically there are things that are conventional but within the african context the much conventional methods of getting this thing is no longer working for us yes. there are too many persons who feel 99 percent of H- uh, hiv virus comes in through sex yes. but based on our peculiarity the events and actions that happen in africa which might not be seen overseas we are seeing a a, a hike in the rate of transmission which so many people are oblivious of. Too many of them are how, 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 where a virgin is having HIV, a virgin girl, a virgin boy who have never had sex, where a pregnant mother is having HIV, the husband is negative, and everybody keep asking how, why? Because the sexual partner of this woman is negative. The sexual partner of this man is negative. So in the context of Africa, more of the females, which globally HIV is more feminine gender than uh, masculine, yes. more of the females who are having positive results are from the needle pricks. Yes. Yeah, because too many of our ladies in Africa fix wivon, which is artificial hair from the West. So they need to use needle and thread to stitch it to their hair, to their scalp, so that it doesn't fly off on the road. So in the course of doing that, the stylist standing at their back have a hazard, possibly pricking the thumb or the hands, thereby infecting the needle. 
and once in a while she mistakenly pricks the customer and more so the customer she's pricking that brought the needle she doesn't know the customer status yes and the customer might be oblivious of her status and she goes back to pick her own self that way this status this stylist is infected unknown to her then most customers come give her their own needle she keep infecting them that way and vice versa so that is usually why we are having a feminine gender thing and anatomically a woman doesn't transmit fast to a man based on the penal urethra so that is why you see so many of them their husbands come out negative especially when they don't share any other blood related things with this woman mm -hmm. it's just the sexual exposure <laughs> so that is why you see them you see them having negative status why the opposite is the case yes. then for the ones of virgin boys it's usually from clipper yes. so many of us in africa cannot afford personal clippers mm -hmm. so we resort to using lighter to burn it for some seconds and if this thing is fresh depending the viral load on this particular blade mm -hmm. the flashing of light for three five seconds is not strong enough to destroy it yeah. and i'm told the um when this thing is actually burnt it doesn't kill it to one and then the virus stays there for as long as 24 hours so even the five minutes that is being you know when the light is put on it doesn't even Beautiful. do anything you the fire only ends up scarring the virus but not totally dead so some of them picks up yeah. especially once they see a living medium so in the process of carving yes. the next customer in the barbering saloon you might give a cut and the virus will now have a way and above all we still have this attitude of commercial nail cutters yes where you see them the bourgeois they engage in the rank and file to be cutting their nails who doesn't have any knowledge of hygiene so the same way they can use that same blade on everybody there they still indulge in using lighter to sanitize forgetting that there is a sanitizing temperature and there's a sanitizing period you don't just flashlight for two seconds and say you've actually sanitized an instrument so based on that through that means virgin girls or virgin men you see them HIV positive so it is something that we need to truly and properly orient the populace because the government has created the mindset that too many of the transmission is sexual yes so too many people are having that mindset it's only sex so once they come in they will tell you i'm not having sex so i don't think i have hiv i'm just checking for checking sake mm -hmm. but most of you see them positive mm -hmm. so the government should start reorientating the mindset of the populace yes. to start understanding that there are other faster ways excluding sex mm -hmm. because above all if somebody is on drugs and you're having sex with him or her the viral strength is low the viral load is the viral strength is weak the viral load is low so possibility of transmission is low mm. and more so the person's immunity if it is on the high side between 500 and 1200 the immunity would attack and kill so why are we creating the impression that this thing is 100 percent 99 percent sex 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 meanwhile the other avenues are not being handled or not even communicated I have a question. Okay. So since I started working in the hospital here, well, working heart to heart, I I like realized one of your seminars where you said it is a lot lower or less more likely that a man gets it 
than a no yes from a woman like sexually now so you're saying if a woman has it the man is not going to get it at that first contact yes why is why is it like that okay one the woman might be in stage one of the hiv virus hiv once in four stages stage one Mm -hmm. which is totally asymptomatic stage two mild symptoms stage three advanced symptoms stage four severe symptoms is it a stage four that becomes aids no stage five okay after stage four the next stage aids is 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 a diagnosis of the doctor Mm. there's nothing like the aids it's just diagnosis and the doctor diagnosis based on opportunistic infections that are jam-packed in Uh, so so there's no thing you see this is aids no aids is a diagnosis which is, is something the doctor will be the one to decide you understand so if you are at stage one the viral load is low and the viral strength if the person is on drugs is weak but that doesn't mean the person is healed from the disease no it's not there's no cure for now there's no cure so the only thing we usually achieve based on national disease control uh, statistics ncdc is the best you can achieve based on hiv prognosis is undetectable and untransmissible status and that undetectable untransmissible viral load is less than 20 copies per meal when the virus load drops to less than 20 copies mm. per meal, anything exceeding 1,000 copies per meal is clinically not good. Yeah, yeah. So if you achieve below 20 yeah. copies per meal, they call it undetectable slash untransmissible level. Mm. So it doesn't have a cure for now. Nothing totally expunge yes. the virus from the blood. Nothing for now. You understand? So nobody is talking of cure, but how to manage it and they live their yes. normal life. Yes. So we encourage people to test at least, at most, every six months they should check. Because within that duration, they even if they've contracted the virus, they are at the stage one of the virus, which is the asymptomatic stage. So that way, if they commence their ARV, they will get to the undetectable and untransmissible very fast but if they allow it to get to stage three stage four it takes a long time because at that stage you're talking of almost five hundred thousand copies of this virus per meal mm. so that way is not too good yes. so that is when you see the machiating muscle wasting mm. stooling vomiting nauseations uh in some different different complications the gi is being broken down the the, the uh, skin as an organ is broken down the respiratory system broken down even the brain so that is the severe the advanced and severe stage yes. so if you are arrested at stage one it's more so a lady a man exposing to a lady yes. at the first stage mm-hmm. the asymptomatic stage don't forget the virus strength is not too high yes the lady's immunity is still high still fighting the man's pineal organ doesn't have a wound, the shaft. Mm. When there is no wound on the pineal shaft, yeah. aha, there was there's no direct blood contact. Mm-hmm. So based on the pineal urethra, as the virus is climbing, we are we are we, the, the semen yeah. during ejaculation dilutes it. Mm-hmm. Then the man follows again with urine. <laughs> so the whole thing that's is my chicken. Sorry for cutting you short. Do you understand me? Is this? 
fine. Do you understand me? Yeah. Uh -huh. So, the peanuts <laughs> are Don't spoil everything. <laughs> Don't scatter everything. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, okay. It's part of the whole thing. Yes. So the pinnacle ureter of the man is much longer. So the the squitting, the squitting of the semen yes. of the sperm mm -hmm. will always push whatever that is climbing. Are you getting it? And possibly yeah. if the man indulges his instant urination, mm -hmm. so the urine mm. equally helps to flush, to flush whatever that is climbing. Mm. So the few that might still remain on the penal sharp, the immunity of this person in question, if it is up to the normal range, can attack and kill. Yeah. Because don't forget this lady is still <coughs> at stage one. Yes. Totally asymptomatic. Mm -hmm. It's at stage one. Yeah. So it's not much that is ascending. You understand? So what if a man comes in contact with a woman that is already in stage three, four? Is a man still likely to um, Depends on his immunity. Some people have inherent immunity that is higher. Mm. You understand? Yeah. Uh, so each individual is blessed with his or her own immunity. Yeah. For somebody having a compromised immunity, a suppressed immunity, yeah. that person at stage 3, you're supposed to have, possibility of picking is almost 80%. Mm. But somebody with a gallant immunity, even at stage 3, might not pick it. Mm. Considering that there's no wound on the pineal shaft yeah. and the squinting of sperm and urination. Are all out, out, nothing in. So the little going in has been diluted. So high immunity is very, very paramount when it comes to a man being negative, exposing to a woman who is positive. But the opposite is the case. It is rare to see a woman positive with a woman negative. It's rare because don't forget that in the normal sexual coitus, as in normal sex, a woman's vulva. Yes. The inner walls of the vagina is always slightly bruised. Mm. So there are little, little microscopic bleeding that when the sperm is being squitted into the vagina, there are possibility of sinking direct mm. into the blood vessels. Yes. It mustn't necessarily pass through the, mm. the, the vulva. So literally, women are on are the higher, yes, on the higher, on the higher side of than the men. Yes. You understand? So let the government enlighten the populace more of, on this but in terms uh, of sensitization you can agree with me that there are some localities that don't even have enough information the government is still be blamed for that yes because some total. of them are still yeah. going about doing why. cutting their nails and yeah, yes that is why fixing I their hair want to actually that's where me are the angle me i want to come in from okay you see um we must commend the government of nigeria and also the government of the United States, they are trying, mm -hmm. but they can do more. They can equally do more. There's also room to do more. What do I mean? Why do I mean by that? You see, the 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 information those of us in the urban areas are exposed to, I don't think is the same yes. with the, those in the rural areas. Correct. No life is more important than the other. Yes. Nobody is a lesser human being mm -hmm. than the other. So my appeal that this gospel, this message be equally be taken to the far ends of the rural, rural uh, communities, you understand? And also for some persons to understand that yes, it's possible to have an HIV positive mother yes. and an HIV negative baby. Mm -hmm. So it's not the far, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, we, we have seen, we have seen where husband is positive, 
wife is positive but baby is negative it's very possible there's something called pmtct that's the prevention of mother to try transmission that is that is why it is good when the woman is pregnant you know the status of the woman so that you can know what to do next placing the woman on pmtct so as to save the life of the unborn child but when the woman is pregnant and the woman is reactive you know the baby is feeding from the umbilical cord so this um this um what did you call it does it does it how does the child feed when the mom the mother is positive the, the baby still feeds isn't it yeah the baby feeds to the placenta now but, but don't forget is, the woman is on drugs now okay uh, the issue is usually the baby is not exposed to the mother's blood directly mm. uh, there is the umbilical cord it's yeah. only when you have placenta leakage yeah if there's anything like placenta leakage when it happens that is one possibility the baby might have might be exposed to the mother's blood mm-hmm. you understand yes. and don't forget that the baby has acquired immunity from the mom yes everything in the baby's child is uh, from the mom mm-hmm. you understand uh-huh. so but that one fizzles out once the baby is born after some months it goes out okay. so but the major thing why babies don't pick it is because of the prophylaxis once a child is born by an infected mother we need to administer prophylaxis nevirapine uh, 1.5 mil daily is that clear to the baby every day for six weeks then if the viral load of the mother is on the high side we will continue with 7960 syrup every day we can continue that till the next one year but the baby is not breastfeeding the baby's breast why wouldn't okay. the baby's breastfeeding because the nevirapine is a prophylaxis okay. it's a, like a vaccine okay. so it keep giving the baby acquired immunity yes to okay. defend the little yeah. virus coming in from the mom mm-hmm. and above all the mom's virus is weak yeah. because she's on drugs mm-hmm. so that way the baby keep fighting and the baby will turn negative So year in year out, we we you know talk about HIV and AIDS. You, you can agree with me that there are some people who, for some religious reasons, would not be on medication or choose not to take the medicine, believing that you know God is going to heal them. And then while like while back at their houses or wherever it is they stay, they are dying, you know, gradually. Is there a way of you know actually talking these people? out of saying yes god is definitely going to sustain you but you know heaven help those who help themselves i think they should if you want to catch those people go and meet the man of god the person <laughs> that is them. but you know sometimes it's these men of god that are actually you know imbibe these things in them uh, let the religious follow the religious and medical should follow medical give to caesar what belongs to caesar Mm. Yeah, so we shouldn't uh, allow the men of God to be infringing into medical uh, 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 channels. Because that is where we are losing souls that we are not supposed to lose. Are you getting it? Yeah. Because too many men of God, they think they can do a black attack, but they will fast for 40 days and yeah. the virus will escape. And because those people are myopic minds, yes. most of them follow their doctrine. And at the end of the day, they will come here and die for us in the hospital. So if they are being reorientated yes. and the men of God, they will convey the same better message to their followers. Yes. So I think on that note, we should channel the blame and the possible solution to the men of God. Because those people will see that. Yes. 
They won't even come to the hospital. I think that yes, the moderator. Sorry to cut you. Is even the like our guy just rightly said. Is even those men of God that, that are causing problems. In fact, let me use this medium to call on the men of God, the so-called church churches, and the employers of labor. For instance, people that are intending to get married, they will tell them to go and get their HIV results against their wish. The other one, the, the guy, the man might test positive and the girl test negative, and the girl might willingly want to marry him, but the church will not give them the, the, the approval. This is what is we are we are battling here because it's making them to hide their status. Yes, they will hide their status because. They don't want. They are afraid of stigmatization. Mm. So government in this issue should come up to sensitize them and bring up a night laws that will appropriately guide and address this issue. The employers level employers of level will say if you don't bring your HIV result, we are not going to employ you. Or if anybody come, if any staff turns to, to to be positive, you are sacked automatically. So what does that mean? It means that anybody that is positive will hide his or her status to keep his job. So these are the things that you have. That, those men of God that will tell you that they have prayed for you and that you have you have to pay 500,000 for praying and fasting and for a pool of Bethsaida to give you water from pool of Bethsaida so that your HIV will disappear. There are the same people that will tell you that they are not going to wed you because you have HIV. Why HIV has nothing to do with your marital yes. issues. So as an addendum to what uh, my colleague have said, uh, I think we are signing it as a very, uh, we are presenting it as a very good information that let the church understand that HIV is VCCT, Voluntary Confidential Counseling and Testing. Mm. And based on that, should be highly confidential. Yes. The church should only encourage the intending couples to go together to a heart to heart center and get counseled. That's what we call couple counseling. Yes. We counsel them, we do the test and we seek their consent before divulging the result between two of them. Yes. So whatever they come back to, let the church respect it. The church should not be asking for a written result for them to go and document. Because that negates yes. the confidentiality of HIV testing. Mm -hmm. The only thing we ask is let them encourage them as couples to be. If they come and we test them, any one of them that is positive, medically will have ways of counseling them. So if they decide to continue with the marriage, it is not the duty of the church to discourage. Yes. It is not. Above all, when you come to religious things, I don't think Christ will condemn any soul. So as a religious institution, let them stop condemning souls. So rather, let the church encourage not yes. to condemn. Because we see situations where churches are condemning. We have so many of them here that, in fact, they are even suicidal because of the experiences they had with church. Yes. One came, he has been backslided by, he has been backstabbed by three churches. By three. A young man. As I then he was 36, that was should be last year. Yes. He had he was supposed to have gotten married, but different churches keep resisting. So that way, what have the church achieved? Sending a soul to go and commit suicide or sending a soul on the wedding day, they are not happy. 
because so many of these churches will go and form committees to be looking into your medical result and at the end of the day you want the wedding couples to be happy so that is infringing into their personal rights so let the church only encourage them to come and know their status and once they do that whatever that the medical have agreed with them on how to manage their situation let them respect it let them respect it because too many will call them discordant couples yes. they have uh, negative kids mm. uh, especially if the virus is even from the man yes uh, they, no, from the woman mm. the man is free and the woman wants to administer nevirapine this the child is free so what is the stigma all about so let the church please using this medium as my uh, co-speaker have said let the church please Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar and give to God what belongs to God. Yes, thank you, gentlemen, for contributing. We still in one with no hear you. Any final thoughts or advice for people who are about to know their status, people who are who already know their status, but so in, in a way they you know are very lackadaisical in taking their medications and you know, um, any final thoughts to as we celebrate World Aids Day today. For those who doesn't want to do their tests, mm. I would say it's like uh, delaying the death day. <laughs> so and it's not good to delay. Yes. So it's better you are in mm. or you are out. Mm. So don't forget what I said earlier. HIV works in four stages: stage one, stage two, stage three, stage four. The earlier you delay going to know your test, mm. the more the virus is sinking into the next stage. Mm. So. You might not come voluntarily, but you'll be dragged into accident and emergency. Mm. Is that the best time to know it? Mm. So it's always good. Every matured adult, every six months, you know your status. For kids, maybe every one year, take your kids to hospital. Just know for knowing sake. If it is there, at that point, it's still at the first stage, which you can suppress the viral load and live your full normal life. The person beside you will never get infected if you're married. But if you keep postponing tomorrow, next one year, next two years, don't forget that the virus is not waiting for you. Mm-hmm. It keeps multiplying from 1,000 to 10,000, 10,000 to 100, 100 to 200. Mm-hmm. And the viral load depicts mm-hmm. the stage at which the, this thing is. You understand? Yes. Then for those who are already known positive, as I said earlier, your viral load is a reflection of how well you take your arvs if you don't take your antiretroviral therapy as well the viral load will keep multiplying and better don't start to take it than start and stop please that is a very a point a very important point and i will elaborate on because once you stop taking it the virus becomes stubborn to it and will start switching you from first line regimen to second line regimen which is not too good so but if you religiously respect your medication you remain on first line you remain on first line so nobody is switching you to second line or third line yes. you understand so there's nothing there it doesn't stop you from doing anything mm-hmm. uh, your partners people around you are still safe once your medication is right you're feeding well and your viral load is undetectable and untransmissible so you're living safe and you're staying safe what do you have to say to people? Because I think some people are having these diseases, but they don't want to go to the hospital in order to get medications because they feel maybe they're going to be paying 
um, a huge amount no, of money. No, 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 it's free. Everything about HIV pro, uh, treatment is free. The testing is free. The medications, the consulting is free. The medication is free. So you don't need to fear about paying anything. Yes. You can't compare it with uh, things like hepatitis B or C. Mm. Uh, where the prognosis for hepatitis C is up to 1.2 million. Uh, or hepatitis B. That doesn't even have any hope here. Except you have a proper uh, gastroenterologist that can help you. Which, how many Nigerians can afford that? How many locals can afford the treatment of up to 600,000? So, HIV, everything is free. So don't be, don't be uh, 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 standing on the fence because you are scared of the passive costs. For your information, everything about HIV is free, especially in a government hospital. But when you go to private, okay. you need to survive. Yes. Mr. Suleman, any final? So you might not be. Sharing sharp objects, you might not be a lady. You're not, it's not that you're going to the salon, it's not that you're having sex, but still, it's very, very important that you know your status because even in a, even in a family, we all like to share nail cutters, you know, we share all the sharp objects within us, so we don't know what each of our family members are going to, where they've been outside. So, you cannot be 100% sure that okay, my family is safe. So, nevertheless, please always go and check your status. Like, rightfully, every once, like twice in a year is not bad. Every six months. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my, my final thought is, is going to be just brief. I'm going to talk about let the enlightenment, let the enlightenment of those in the rural areas be a priority. Let the enlightenment of those in the rural areas be a priority because as I speak with you, there are some remote villages they have not even heard about this. Thing. Exactly. So these messages should be taken to these places. Question. So, so um, Solomon, is it the is it the right of the heart to heart centers to do this enlightenment or the government itself? Because since the government is not ready okay. to be outspoken about this, okay. is it that heart to heart centers should Form a body or a union to okay, let's go out and spread this gospel. Thank, thank you very much. You see, the heart to heart unit cannot be separated from the government because it's still under the government. I guess what I'm saying here. Which means, ordinarily, we can also have NGOs coming in. I guess what I'm saying here. Like GAME, USAID, these are NGOs. They can also come in. That's what I'm saying now. Now, the bottom line is this. It's an issue that affects virtually everyone. Because there's this saying that when one person is not safe, everybody's not safe. I guess what I'm saying now. Like this pandemic we're talking about coronavirus, the vaccine and all that. That's what I'm saying now. If the Western world, Europe, America, they get keep getting vaccines, and those of us in Africa are neglected, it means that they also are not safe. Because those of us in Africa will also go to mm. also go there to meet them. So once one person is not safe, everybody's not safe. Now, to answer your question directly, I think it is the 
the Department of Public Health. You get what I'm saying now? There's a public health administration system which can also help work hand in hand with the heart to heart units to spread these messages to the remote communities of Africa. Let me, let me put it that way. Remote communities in Africa where they really need to hear this message. Another question. I was listening to the radio that was like two days back, and so an NGO now came up, and they were now. So the, the their representative, a lady, said that it's just through sex. Like she was just like, okay, if you if you're having um, sex, you should use condom. Go and check your status. So most NGOs that that made me to think that most NGOs are not enlightened about other ways mm-hmm. of transmission. Yeah. They just feel that it's sex. Because if you go to most NGOs, they will tell you, okay, they will even give you condoms for free, one packet if you want. But they will not break it down and tell you, okay, there are other means of transmission. So now an NGO that wants to go and spread it and doesn't even know that's much I, that's I talked about about it. That's what I talked about partnership. If the NGO is working with the heart-to-heart units, both of them can achieve greater things together. Because you cannot cut out the heart-to-heart unit from this. That's why it's called the heart-to-heart unit is it's, it's a specially created unit for this purpose. Now, the enlightenment is done almost on the on a weekly basis in the general hospitals, like even on Fridays. Yes. Enlightenment is done almost on a weekly basis. You understand? So if you are having those four guys from public health and those guys from Atwood going out there to spread this message, then you have a, a much better result. So to answer your question, yes, it can be done, it can be achieved. You understand? But you have to work with the public health department. Yeah. Because they're dealing with the public now. I get what I'm saying now. It's no longer one-on-one. You're going into communities and meeting people and telling them, spreading the message to them. And I think it's going to do a really, yeah. a really good service to uh, communities in Africa. Mr. Tony, any final words for us today? Just like my co-speaker, government should fund us. It is government that will dispose fund to the various hospitals, NCDC. The NCDC now, for instance, in Nigeria, NCDC now faced coronavirus and forget other virus, other viruses, which is very, very painful. They have to the senators and the legislators, the executives, the budget that they're making on public health, we are not seeing it and they are not retiring it. So let them push more money and uh, execute it so that there will be enough funding for sensitization. People should know, people do what they know. It is what you know that you do. People got to know what HIV and AIDS is all about before they know how to curtail the menace of HIV. That is number one. Number two, health workers, health workers' welfare should also be put in place because the health workers, they are the frontliners. They dedicate their life and the lives of their families to do this. If you don't take absolute care of a health worker, he will not give that maximum attention to the to the patient. That is just that. So the patient will need to health workers problem the welfare office should take care of uh, this and make sure that government address the issues about uh, health workers our salary scale should be consolidated it should be looked into it should be reviewed so that uh, because if we are hungry 
Yeah, hungry man is an angry work. man. Mm. We can, can even fight the patient instead of curing the patient. Yeah. So we to cap it up, <coughs> I want to say that um, we the health workers have put in out put in our life to make sure that the health of the public uh, is well taken care of. So government on their own, like my my brother said, it is a kind of partnership. Yes. God splitted individuals. The philanthropists, they should come together. The billionaires will have in Nigeria, not just to pack money under 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 the warehouse and then the the, the, the and this thing. They should bring the money so that the poor and the needy should be catered for. Exactly. Because if somebody that has HIV, most of them, those big men, they have cook, they have cooks, they have maid, house helps, gardeners, they might have HIV, and they are living with them in their mansions and castles. So if they are not taken care of, they will bring they will bring that 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 HIV to their to their kitchen and definitely invest all of them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me in this conversation. It has been very enlightening and I hope people who are going to listen to this learn more about HIV and AIDS. Um it's been an amazing doing this particular recording. I hope that going forward the spread actually reduces because every day there's one active person not just in this hospital other centers and all and it's really not a happy thing because some of them when they test positive is like they they just escape and you never find them yes and then they don't even know that these medications are free to actually start because the earlier you start the better for you yes and then if you have HIV or you know someone who has, please make them understand that it's having ex- exactly is not a death sentence. <laughs> they can go about living their normal life. All they need to do is be on medication and maintain a good and healthy lifestyle. So until my next episode, this is actually a bonus episode from my season one. Season two is um, coming out soon or starting soon and i'm really excited that i have very good people here to discuss one or two things with so until the next time bye and stay safe